Salute, salute, salute to all the heirs of the empire. Peace, love, and more light. We back again, we back again with the 40 day grand ascension. This is the third eye high facts over feelings podcast. Now I'm your host, JF Bay, and I'm just here to shine my light your way to help you find your light switch and keep your light lit. Salute to all those on the check-in. You know how we do this. Wipe your feet on the way in. Tag somebody on the way in. Share this on your way in. I am charged for the next 40 days to give you that spiritual download. And this is day seven of the 40-day Grand Ascension. We don't say Grand Rising every day. It's a Grand Ascension. You are on an ascension to reach the higher self. Each day, you get closer and closer to the real you to the God self. Salute to everybody on the check-in. Yeah, family. Peace, love, and light, sis. Give thanks for always tuning in. So as I said, we're going to do this for the next 40 days. We're going to do the 40-day grand ascension, right? That 40 days, 40 nights, right? All of this is significant, you know, and we're going to we're going to be pulling from this holy book. We're going to be pulling from God's book, right? We're going to be pulling from the Bible, which translates to the sun book, the book of light, right? So the thing that people fear is the instruction coming from the most high, right? And we're talking about the God inside of you because the whole book is teaching you about this awesome journey that the ego is going to go on, go into to get back to the soul, right? Every day there's a fight between the higher self and the lower self. The ego and the soul. So I'm here to remind you that you're more than just the ego suit. This is just your ego suit. So every day you have to get prepared for battle. Every day you're going to be tried and tested walk after walk to see if you're worthy of that royalty that you claim you have, right? Which we all have. It's, it's our inheritance, it's our birthright. So today's uh, day seven of the 40 day grand ascension and this build is titled, listen as if God is speaking, speak as if God is, excuse me, listen as if God is speaking, speak as if God said it. So you're gonna listen as if God is speaking and you're gonna speak as if God is listening. What does that even mean, right? Because as the famous sister Erica Badu said, right? I'll take a line from her, one of her biggest records, the on and on record, right? She says, if we are made in his image, then call us by our names. If we are made in his image, then call us by our names. Most intellects do not believe in God, but they fear us just the same. See, we are those gods that we speaking of. And the whole book is trying to tell you to wake up, God. The whole book's trying to tell God to wake up to himself, to herself. So you got to ask yourself, when you are speaking to others, are you speaking as if God is listening? I need to know. When you're listening to others, are you listening as if God is speaking? to know because we're gonna we're gonna go into that book and we just we're just gonna pull out light 
And as I said, I'm encouraging those to pick up that Bible, pick up that sun book and pull out the game from it. I'm not trying to convert you to a church. I'm not telling you to join this church or that church. We're not religious gangbanging because religion just simply means your private, personal relationship with your creator. I go by many names. I am that I am. I exist. Right. So we're getting out of the stigma. We're getting out of the dogma. We're getting out of all of the bullshit of this worldly existence that basically keeps us trapped because the book is telling you to get free. All through the book is telling you to free the soul. So each day we we go through this uh, grand ascension. We're going to free the soul more and more. We're going to free the soul more and more. Salute, family. Thanks for tuning in. So now we got to really go into something, right? Because we're going to deal with that uh, masculine and feminine dynamic today. Right. That yin and that yang. Right. That divine cosmic balance. We're going to deal with that today because if she's God. How do you listen? Speaking. If she's God, how do you respond to God? If you're God. How does she listen to God? How does she respond when God is speaking to her? Because we are a divine reflection of each other, are we not? We are. So I want to ask you this. You have a conversation with God. How would that conversation go? If you have a conversation with God, how would that conversation go? Let me give you a little heads up. How's the conversation with your wife? Would you argue with God? God, right? How would the conversation go with your wife, with your girlfriend? You when you're talking with your wife, and you're God, how does that conversation go? Does she argue with God? Do we listen as if God is speaking and speak as if So we have to understand that when we speak, we're speaking as if God is listening. And when we listen, we listen as if God is speaking because that same reflection is going on in your relationship dynamic. That same reflection is going on with the relationship with your children. And when you speak to your children, is God speaking to God? Do you talk down on your children? Or do you speak to them to raise them up? Something we got to explore today. Because next time you talk to your children, look them in the eye. You're going to see that divinity within their eyes. Because the eyes are the windows to the soul. Look them in the eye. But when you speak to them, speak as if God is listening. And when they talk to you, listen as if God is speaking. Because that's what's taking place. If we are made in his image, then call us by our name. Do your children not look like you? God's having gods. So we have to really understand that this journey of the soul 
is here to teach us something. To teach us what? To teach us our power. To teach us that innate quality that we have hidden within the soul. Because the soul is trying to get free every day. Every day, one or two things going to happen. You're going to wake up in bondage. Or you're going to wake up releasing another shackle. Because we are wrapped in chains and shackles, right? That's why they say you are born in sin. You're born in bondage. You come here ignorant of the soul. You come to this physical reality. That's why as a baby, we come here touching everything. Because we like, man, this ain't real. What's this? Because we came from that all-knowing existence. Come back to this physical reality to fill up the mind of God's memory. Remind ourselves that we're connected to the source. So we go through all of these battles and look at all the movies with the, the hero and the villain. That's the higher self, the lower self, the soul versus the ego. Every day this battle is playing out. You know how they say the sun and the moon, but the sun and the moon isn't the, the, the hero and the, and, the, and the villain. The sun and the moon is divine cosmic balance. Because one shines in the day, the other shines at night. But together... They brighten up our reality. Why not having the sun out every day? Some places where it's not sunny, right. But try not having the sun out ever. We all would freeze to death. But then try not having the phases of the moon. Try not having the moon out at night. The moon can, can, controls our emotions. That spiritual water that's within us. The moon controls the tides. The waters in which we drink from on this planet what's going on so we need masculine and we also need feminine just like the moon is connected to her cycle 28 days there's another phase of the moon her moods change just like the phases of the moon she's still that same bright shining moon but each day she wakes up a different version of her and your task is to love every version I'm learning more and more of that every day. And the beauty of it is God loves you in every way. You love the God in her in every way. See, your woman ain't going to have patience with you like God got patience with you. Something just like your mom had patience with you when you was cutting up and you was a crazy little toddler then you was a hard-headed little knucklehead teenager and then you know you wanted to be grown but your mom had to go through those levels of patience with you your dad as well they had to go through those levels of patience with you and now you have to transfer that level of patience onto your children now that level of patience has to be transferred through your relationship your significant other right see we all just say we patient until you're put in a situation where your patience are tested. Everything's a test. And the soul knows the answer. See, the ego is trying to cheat off somebody's paper. The ego's looking over there like, man, what's the answer to number 12? But the ego's talking like, man, I'm going to ace this. But the ego hasn't studied. Soul, the soul is forever studying itself. Man, know thyself. We tap into what the soul wants and how our soul is trying to get itself free. 
Each day we rise a little bit higher and higher to that goal. You ever notice why listen and silent has the exact same words in it? Listen and silent has the exact same words. Why? Because we have two ears and one mouth to, to listen twice as much as the time we speak. But listen and silent has the same words because as it says in the book, just be still and know that I am God. Go within, but listen to what's being said. This is why the book is so powerful because if you don't have the correct understanding and overstanding, if you're not looking at it with the right eye, your third eye high, you're gonna miss the word. What was the word? Listen and go within. Be still and know that I am God. The book is talking to you. You're reading it in the third person when you should be reading it from a first person account because the whole book is about your journey. The whole book is about your journey. Be still and know that I am God. This is what that 40 days, 40, 40 nights was about. We talk about that spiritual meditation time where we're all trying to get outwardly, um, outwardly advice from people outside of ourselves. And, and that's cool. And sometimes people can understand your walk sometimes when you explain the walk of the day, but they're not going to overstand your ultimate journey or your ultimate destination. So it's cool to, you know, hear, hear, here and there. But ultimately, God is telling you to go within. Just be still. You're in this world, but not of it. Just be still for a second. Hear that energy circulating around in your temple to know, wait a minute. I'm controlling all of this. All is mine. I'm controlling all of this. This whole reality is controlled by me. So you understand that all is mine, right? So your will is the mind. Your will comes from that divine knowing, that power of the third eye, that feeling that you have in you that says, this feels right. This path is right for me. This is right. That you don't know why you have this inner wisdom, but it's there because that's that divine spark we came here with when we were babies. And all through this journey, we're chasing after that feeling of that spark that we feel. We know that all this ain't real. So we're still trying to fill our way through it. And, and, and each day we get another piece of the puzzle. Eventually, we all can see that picture that we all see, that we all share, because we all share another puzzle piece in each other's puzzle. This is why we cross paths in all walks of life. Reasons and seasons, right? You're going to come into people's lives for reasons and seasons. And you got to know the difference between the two. But understand that you got to be you got to be ever present in those moments when you show up, always show up so that listen, be still and know that I am God. That's why they say all all a, a God fearing man, you, you're not fearing the God, you're fearing the the. And it's not even a fear. You're overcoming the fear of the false God. Do you get it? Because you only fear that which you don't understand. And if you don't know yourself, a 
Of course you're going to fear something that you think is outside of you. God isn't outside of you. It's the light. Christ is the doorway. Christ just represents the light of truth. Allow that light of truth to fill your temple. You now become God. You raise up to the Godhood, the kingdom of heaven. So it's very powerful, right? Because you notice that when you listen, you got to use what? When you listen, you got to use what? Your ear. Your ear, right? But how do you spell ear? E-A-R, right? Ear. How do you hear with your ear? <laughs> spell hear. H-E-A-R. So what does that H represent? Ear. That H represents a higher hearing. Higher ear. You have to listen with a higher ear. That's the only way you can hear God. You have to listen with a higher ear. You have to raise your vibration to hear the frequency in which God is speaking. This is why he's saying, be still and know that I am God. when you're going through the most where it seems like the storm is just so rough and you can't bear it just be calm that energy within God's simple let the word guide you word is on your heart the book is just a formality the book is just to remind you that which you already came here study guide soul already knows the answer but you know sometimes right before the test you, you, you want to get a fresher you know what i mean you want to get a little little uh speed uh study study testing so whereas right before you go through that exam maybe you want to just touch up on some of your notes so the book is just notes of the soul get it now to be afraid of most of us are afraid of it because you think the book is punishing you. You think the book is telling you, do this and don't do that. No, the book is saying, hey, you can do this. <laughs> Take the higher path or you can do this. But the, the book is going to tell you what happens in the story. See, the book going to give you the high road and the low road. The book's not judging you. It's not telling you, man, if you do this, you, you're going to hell. No, the book is saying, hey, you're going to be tested in the following ways. But here's examples of those that rose to the occasion. See, everything has to do with your free will because you come here with a choice. You can raise to the Godhood or you can stay in your devolved nature and just live out being a devil. You can build and destroy, but God builds and destroys, right? Doesn't God create the hurricanes that, that, could, that could take your house away, right? <laughs> but, but God also provides the materials from nature that allow you to build that house. The Lord giveth, the Lord taketh away. You get it? So the, the, the energy of good and evil isn't bad. It's just polarities of the opposite pole. Meaning, if you went into your bathroom and you turned on the water, is there two kinds of water coming from the sink? Yeah, hot water, cold water. 
or, or is that just water that's variations of different degrees? You turn it one way, it's cold. You turn it the other way, it's hot. But it's still that one source. And that's the power of God and the devil. That's the power inside of you. Look at your car. To run your car, doesn't your battery need a positive and negative charge? In order for us to bring forth life, don't we need the divine masculine and the divine feminine spark? Positive, negative. But we're not talking negative as if something being bad. See, the church put that on us to where they cast spells on the words. That's why it's called spelling. But you got to get the word to get free from this bondage. If someone else is reading the book to you, guess what? You're a slave to someone else's interpretation. Telling you to get free to that. So, so you have to listen as if God is speaking. And you got to speak as if God is speaking. You got to speak as if God is listening, right? So, so understand this, right? If you could have that conversation with God, how would it go? The test. Every day you have a conversation with your woman. How does that go? Speak. Argue with God. <laughs> she has a conversation with you. How does that go? She's speaking with God. She argue with God. See, if we held ourselves to these higher standards, we could because we have it within us. How's that conversation go with your children? Because you're speaking to God. Speak to God's. Guarantee you, you'll have a better relationship with your children if you spoke to them as if God is listening. When they speak, you listen to them as if God is speaking. In place. All of this is about a journey of the soul. A journey for you to get back to the real self. All of this physical stuff is an illusion. What is the ego? I keep telling you, this is just your ego suit. This is just your ego suit. So what is the ego? E-G-O. Energy on go. It's just energy that's going, going, going freely, freely, without no understanding of itself. Because the ego is always trying to fight for its identity that doesn't exist. When this physical suit perishes, what's left? Soul? What will people remember about you? Man, that was a soul. Man, that was a genuine soul. Man, that brother, it's, it'll never be no soul like that, brother. You ever notice how like when, when certain artists pass away and you listen to their music and their vibration gets higher when they're no longer in this physical realm and you're like, damn, ain't gonna be another singer like that. Somebody could cover the song, but it's, it'll never be another singer that sung it the way that person did because they did it with all their soul walk you on. Something you're here to do, you're going to do it with all your soul in it. That's what the world will remember. They won't forget what you look like. Yeah, they'll make murals of you and they'll make paintings of you and there'll be pictures of you hanging up in places, but you can't feel the picture. Right? You see why, the, why, why people show the, the so-called image of Jesus? That's to throw you off from the God inside of you. Because you like, that brother don't look like me. You can't feel a picture. You can feel the soul of a person. What are you here to leave? 
They'll leave the money to your children. No. What they're going to remember is what kind of soul is vibrating within your temple because that's what they want to model themselves after. Man, I want Dad had these physical things and, and people praise my dad or he was a celebrity or this and that. No, I want to be like my dad because that vibration he carried was close. And aren't we all here trying to get back to get back to the God self? So we're going to go into some passages today, right? Scared you by opening up this book, you know what I'm saying? But as I said, I encourage you to get one of the oldest Bibles you can find. Get you a Bible that has the Old and the New Testament combined, right? I know most of them carry both of them like that. Try to get you the King James Version, right? Because King James was more, right? Regardless of anyone arguing it. But I say that to say this. All of the Bibles, they twist some of the passages. So to whereas the King James Version, it's more closer to an understanding that you can translate just by reading it from the heart. Read a passage, sit with it, meditate on it, use your discernment. Read it with your third eye eyes. Don't read different. How many of us actually read the book for ourselves? We waste all our energy bashing the book. But it's like you ask a person, you ever read anything in the book? And the book is not meant to be read cover to cover. Like, oh, I'm on chapter three. And no, it's it, it's a study guide. It's for you to go into here wherever you need to go. It's no map. It's no date on the book. I'll say this to you every day just randomly crack it open randomly don't no matter what page you want randomly crack it open and i guarantee you every time you open a book it's speaking to you try it when you get up it's gonna give you some game for today and you're gonna be like how the hell that happened you just crack it open and it's gonna be like yo it's speaking to me because the whole book is about you See, the ancestors knew it was esoteric. That's why we say, yo, they took some of the stuff from, from Africa and Egypt and put it into the book. All of that's true. So you're not going to read something your ancestors was vibrating off of? You're just going to discount everything? I don't believe in nothing. For you to not to believe in a God is to deny the God inside of you. Wake up. That's not consciousness. We bang Like, I get you against the church and the people pimping the community. I'm with you on that. But what I'm saying is, have you ever read the book and that I respect all the books and all the prophets the world's largest libraries remember they was burning books and they didn't want niggas to read we had the world's largest libraries what does that mean knowledge can't be found in just one book he that masters one book masters none get it Knowledge is an endless pursuit. You got to be open to receive all of this because all of the religions represents different fragments of our one truth. Get it now? All of this stuff we gave to the world. We keep saying we original man and woman. man. Why are you not taking an interest in all of your information? Saying someone stole something from us. Oh, it, it's in all the books. We, we just we just in a time where no one wants to read anymore. that mind there's two exercises that we can do that allows us to use every muscle i'm about to blow your mind right quick there's two exercises that we can do that allows us to use every muscle in our body all at once what are they every day i'm going to give y'all a, a test question right but it's just again i'm going to give you the answer but every day i'm trying to invoke that critical thinking out of you 
Give that question to your babies today. What are the two exercises that you can do every day for free that allow you to use every muscle in your body at once? For a second, I want, I want to hear some feedback in the comments. I ask the question again, family. What are two exercises that don't cost you no money? What are two exercises that you can do every day that allow you to use every muscle in your body at once? I want you to give that question to your babies. I'll wait. I'll wait. I see them wheels are turning. I see them wheels are turning. Okay, okay, sis. Salute to my to my sister Kim. Okay, you you on it, you on it. But but reading and thinking is one and the same. So you got half of it right, but you're missing another half. Because remember, reading is also critical thinking. You got to comprehend and process that what you're reading. So you on to it. Reading is one. What is the other one? Okay, a kill. Breathing. All right. So but what is breathing attributed to? Remember, Jesus man of uh, fasted. And he said, be still and know that I am God. Go within, right? So to be still and go within. Somebody got it. Okay. The breathing, the smiling, all of this is translated to meditation. Mm. Meditation. There you go, Ashley. So now reading and meditation are the two exercises that allow you to use every muscle in your body at once. You know how much energy it takes for you to just be still? Be still and know that I am God. That takes a lot of power, doesn't it? And reading, right? Because you have to have supreme focus of that mental, of God's mind to sit down and just read. That's why it was such danger for us to learn how to read. Because when you could read, you could travel the world. Get it now? Your babies can travel the world and don't need a passport just by picking up the book. That's why this book and other books were so powerful. You get it now? When you're watching a movie, you're watching whatever imagery they put on the screen and you subject it to whatever they're trying to show you. But when you're reading, you can use your own discernment to say, ah, well, you know, what if it means this and what if it means that? This is how the Bible is. Your faith is in the word. But the word isn't meant to be taken literal. It's for spiritual understanding. Because the spirit is going to translate it to what it really means in the heart. And you know, when you hear truth, it, it feels different. It comes across a little bit different. The, the, them hairs might raise up on the arm. You might get little goosebumps. So you know the difference between truth and falsehood. How the book reads The book is not saying Oh my God I'm just so godly And you're going to hell If you sin And it, What is sin? Sin is ignorance Not knowing yourself That's what the sin They're talking about They're not talking about Oh if I do this If I get some Side pussy Or if I do this or that That's not sin You know To step out on your woman Is wrong You feel it That, that You don't need a book To tell you that you know, when you talk crazy to your children, that's wrong. You don't need a book to tell you that. Feeling that God gets instantaneously. Man, I shouldn't have said that. Man, that was crazy. I don't want to see her crying, man. That, that was, why did I say that? So then you're allowed to check the ego to say, damn, who said that? That wasn't my soul who said that to her. Ego. So every ego is going to show itself and you are why you're here. To the ego. The ego is not 
to protect you? No, the ego can't fight. The ego's a sucker. The ego is out here selling wolf tickets, B. Listen, the ego is out here selling wolf tickets. And in a minute you get into a fight, the ego won't let you get jumped. The ego ain't got your back. You know what I'm saying? The soul is the only one that's going to help you fight. So you have to always be in constant check of the ego. And say, yo, why does ego always get me in trouble? Why does ego? But remember, the ego is there to remind you of what you're here to do. The ego's here to remind you of what's really real. The ego always disappears when you really get into something. Is the ego even real? See, the ego represents the false self. False knowing. I know, I know, I know. You don't know anything. And I'm humbled to know that I don't know enough. Get it? Let the ego play you. Oh, I'm so-and-so. And I've got this title. And I'm, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm the president of, the, of so-and-so club. <laughs> nah. You, 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 you're the president of the fighting club. Members only jacking on. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's how the ego gonna have you vibrate. But every day, it's a war between the soul and the ego. Tomorrow, each time you obtain a victory, the soul rises higher and higher and higher. That's that grand ascension until it gets out of this vessel because this is just temporary. You're here to build that temple up to the kingdom of heaven and then get out being of light. Your resume matters not where you're going. All of that, well, <clears throat> look at my resume. And you notice how we live in a time where people are looking for jobs and they don't even care what's on your resume. They just need people, they need employees. You know what I'm saying? We in a time where it's like, man, they just, please take the job. We give you a bonus, we give you a salary, we, we give you a starting, starting salary bonus. And nobody wants the job because Everyone is unemployed because now they're working for themselves. They're working on themselves. Get it now? We finally figured out what the real work we're here to do. You're here to build up yourself. You're here to build up others around you. I mean, I work, I work a double shift for that. I work overtime for that. Because once you understand that, you are going to be compensated with a salary of the soul. Salary of the soul. That spiritual wealth that can't nobody rob you for. We out here chasing fool's gold. And, and you can't sing. We all could, you know, have a little bit more money and we wish we got, we all, I get it, I get it. We all, we all could be in those places. But what if we're being tested to do it less, to create more? We're given less to create more, just to show that God can make it happen anyway. And, and what's being tested? Belief that it's possible. Belief in the vision of what we see that can be created. So, if all of this is a test, what is the struggle about? What is the struggle? It's just the fact that we want to handle it in the now when God already handled it. We want to stress over handling it right now 
when God already handled it later. Time doesn't exist. All there is, is right now. This moment, this moment, this moment, this moment. All there is, is right now. This moment, not yesterday, not tomorrow. This moment. So what can we control? The right now. We control the right now. See, if we took more control over the right now, we ain't got to worry about the what ifs. Start living in the right now. Take your watch off today. Don't even look at the time. I get it. It's on the right now. Because your time. Gotta be so sure of that now that you ain't stressing over nothing. But you, God, that you on your knees like a peasant begging. You say you God, you're gonna be tried to prove that statement. Those things are gonna have you stressed out. Show you to tap into that Godhood, to tap into that endless source. You feel this today. But never give up. You gotta have an unwavering faith. The only way you can have faith, that faith gotta be tested. So we're going to go into a few more passages here, right? I want to go to Proverbs, right? I want to go to Proverbs chapter 2, verse 2, right? Proverbs chapter 2, verse 2. So that thou incline thy ear unto wisdom and apply thy heart unto understanding. See, when you lend your ear to wisdom, you can hear. H-E-A-R. And that H in ear for here stands for a higher ear. You have to raise your vibration to hear something on a higher vibration. Get it? Is that it's inaudible to the human ear, but a dog's ear can hear, right? Listen to this. It's certain frequencies that's inaudible to the human ear, right? We can't hear certain sounds, but a dog's ear can hear. A dog's ear can hear, right? They say a dog is man's best friend. A dog spelled backwards is God. Hmm. So what if God can hear on those certain frequencies that the self, the ego, can't hear? This is why he's saying be silent, be still, and know that I am God. But I, they out here dogging God. You get it? Then they call it dogma. But if my is God, dogma spelled backwards is my God. Y'all don't hear me today. We breaking them spells, ain't we? So if my is God, my God, dogma, dogma is just the jargon of today, whatever popular opinion of today, that's how the churches are ran. They're giving people dogma. They're not giving them true religion. Don't, don't feel no way when someone talks about you being religious because religion just simply means your private personal relationship with your creator. Oh, by many names, I am that I am, I exist. Religion. They're giving them dogmatic service. They're providing a service and they want payment for their service. Tithing has nothing to do with dropping money in the plate. 
Tithing is giving something that's invaluable. Your time, your free will, a smile to someone, a good word. Every day, that's charity. Keep it going. Oh, and I'm going to pull some light out. That's why it's called the Bible, the sun book. The book of the sun. Book of light. So let's go into this, right? And, and it keeps saying, well, you know, they had the Bible in slavery and they used the Bible to put us in slavery. I need you to come out of that ego argument. Stop having arguments of the ego because that slavery we're talking about is that bondage of the soul. You in slavery right now. Your soul is trying to get out and you keep putting a chain on it every day. Being stuck in a victim like consciousness. That's why people will never come together because if all of us are still in a victimhood, how can we get a victory? If all of us are stuck in victimhood, how can we claim the victory? You get it? That's why we all come together in all our different clubs and we start arguing and bickering, trying to suffer each other. Well, we went through this and my your ancestors went through it so you could get through it. Not giving them credit for getting through what they got through. Why are we still dwelling on the suffering if they overcame the suffering? That's how we got here. Kind of running in circles. We got to let all that go and get back to what we're here to do. Because if they overcame their challenges, well, what challenges are we overcoming? We're going to keep dwelling on the fight that they had when we, we losing the fight that we're in right now? This is what it means to be born again. Change your mind. You got to come out of that mind of the ego and step into God's mind. That all-knowing. That all-powerful. Let's keep it going. Let's go to Proverbs, right? Proverbs chapter 12, verse 15. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 15. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes. But he that hearketh unto counsel is wise. The whole Bible sound like a dope, a dope rap album. The whole Bible sound like a dope, a dope rap album, don't it? But for family, you gotta understand, it sounds poetic, it sounds, but, but we speak in pictures, we speak in rhythm. So the, the book has a little flavor on it because your people wrote it. We're not talking about the people that reprinted it and kept translating it, your people wrote the book I'm going to read that again the way of a fool is right in his own eyes but he that hearketh unto counsel is wise so remember I keep saying if you could have a conversation with God what would that conversation be like every day the fool think he's wise in his own eyes a lot of times men we 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 try to rationalize things. We want to be so uh, analytical and we want to outthink things. But the women, she's more of a feeler. She can feel stuff because she's more connected to the spiritual realm. I said in yesterday's bill, for war, we get it popping. The women are for counsel. They help us reason through that reason for wanting to get it popping. So at times when we are foolish and it's our ego speaking, when you're having that conversation with God, i.e. your woman, listen to her while she's counseling. 
See, you, you ever notice how relationships mess up and you say, well, we need to go to counseling. You, no. She is your counselor. You're supposed to counsel her. She's supposed to counsel you. God speaking to God. Listen as if God is speaking. Anybody's going through a trouble, troubling time in your relationship, the soul is being tested. But the soul knows the answer to the test. Stop letting the ego take the exam. Stop letting the ego take the exam. So before you get into a place where you guys think, oh, we're just not seeing eye to eye and we're falling out of love. And I think we need to go to counseling. Before you go to somebody's church and the pastor take your money. Brother, you gotta be silent to listen. God is speaking. God I'm talking about is your woman. To her when she wants to counsel you. Because you notice that when a woman stops speaking, she's done listening, she goes silent. But she's trying to spell with the same words. Now, but my brothers that might have been through some things in the past. You're dealing with a different vibration. That sister that you bumped into, she ain't the same as the rest. She's for you. God brought her in your path for you. You better know the difference. You better know the difference from something real, R-E-A-L, from something real, R-E-E-L, movie real. You better know the difference. Use discernment of the heart. Powerful. So we're going to bounce around. We're going to bounce around. And as I said, Matthew... Matthew represents the will, right? Our will. And the will is the mind of God. That inner knowing, that inner standing. Free will is something freely given to us. And you can't let someone enslave your free will. Right? Love is free. You can't force somebody to love you. They can't be forced to love you. Love is free. That energy has to flow, has to flow freely. Let her be her in all her layers. You be you in all your layers. But be wise enough to know when you're the fool. Because the fool is open to learn. The person running around claiming to be the scholar and the all-knowing and I know this. He ain't got time to listen to our counsels. Saying to you today, before you need counseling, let her counsel you. Have that conversation with the God of you. Because she becomes that reflection of the God inside of you. Y'all gotta have different conversations. Letting the ego in your conversation. You know how you used to talk to, to your children back in the day? This is grown folks conversation. You know what I'm saying? Stay in a child's place. Well, tell your ego next time you talking with your goddess Tell your ego to stay in a child's place. Why don't you tell your ego to stay in a child's place? That's what I want you to do today. Tell your ego, yo, stay in a child's place. Grown folks are speaking. Gods are speaking. Stay in a child's place, ego, because gods are speaking. How in harmony you and that sister become. Watch how in harmony you and that brother become. You know when, it, when it's wisdom, because you, you feel it. You know when it's light because you receive it different. 
I ain't talking down to people. I ain't talk. No, I'm talking directly at you. I'm speaking some truth that's already in your heart and it's resonating with you. So which means I'm teaching, but I'm also a student in the crowd as well for myself. So I'm always speaking from a God perspective, but I'm also speaking from a person seeking to know and understand God. And the more I understand the God inside of me, the more I can speak to the God inside of you. And that's what all I've been doing along my walk. Never trying to be some, this awesome teacher and master teacher, no titles. No, I want no titles. There was a, a favorite conversation. There was a, a, t- a TV show called Iconoclast, right? Some years back. And Iconoclast was a TV, sh- uh, was a, a show, I think on the Learning Channel or something. And basically they put two different uh, entertainers or two different uh, public figures together from two different walks of life, right? And one of my favorite episodes was Maya Angelou and Dave Chappelle. So they put a poet and a comedian together. Two people that speak their truth fearlessly, a poet and a comedian, right? A poet, a poem can make you laugh or cry. A comedian can make you laugh or cry. Or can make you cry, right? So now, they put uh, Dave Chappelle and Maya Angelou together, right? And she asked Dave Chappelle this one question. She says, never, no, no, she, she posed this one statement to him and she wanted him to figure out the riddle. She said, never pick it up and you won't ever have to put it down. Never pick it up and you won't ever have to put it down. Starts asking himself, damn, what is that? Never pick it up, you won't ever have to put it down. He says, I don't get it. She said, never pick it up. You won't ever have to put it down. Title, people give you. Title is similar to false title. Never pick up the title someone give you and you won't have to worry about putting it down. Meaning, the minute someone praise you, you're this great thing, you're this great this or that or that. What happens when you fall short and they pull that title away from you? like you ain't nothing right you you was this big celebrity and then what happens when you're you're no longer a celebrity and you're back to the normal people and you're back so never embrace the ego because the ego wants the title the ego wants to be called by this name or that name but god said i go by many names i don't embrace one specifically that's why god ain't tripping if you having a sincere conversation with the most high within yourself i don't care what you call them I don't care what you call her. All I ask that is that you call her. Never pick it up. You won't have to put it down. I'm the manager of this and this, and I'm the CEO of this company. And these titles, what happens when the company goes? What happens when it goes bankrupt? What happens when you ain't winning and you obtain that success you think you have? Because all those things are going to be given to you, just like to people in the book. And all those things are going to be taken from you. Look what happened to Joe. Job, job, just over broke, right? So all of these things are going to try you to see if you're worthy. But remember, they're just things. Don't need things. But to remind you that God created all of it. So anything you ask in my name, I shall do it. It's all about who's asking. Is the ego asking for something? God is like, can I take your order? But the ego is like, you know, let me get a number two, number three, number four, number five, extra fries, large coke, you know what I'm saying? But the soul is like, 
I don't need nothing. Acknowledging that God is. Be asking for something with someone else. So let's go to Matthew, right? Matthew chapter 10, verse 14. Matthew chapter 10, verse 14. And whosoever shall not receive you, nor hear your words, when you depart out of that house of the city, shake off the dust of your feet. This is powerful. Listen to this part. Sisters, you gonna love this part. Matthew 10, 14. And whosoever shall not receive you, nor hear your words, when you depart out of that house or city, dust off, shake the dust off your feet. What does that mean? And whosoever shall not receive you, nor hear your words, when you depart out of the house or that city, shake off the dust of your feet. You ever notice once a good woman's gone, she's gone forever. You heard that saying? Once a good woman's gone, she's gone forever. So it's meaning she's always trying to counsel you. God is always trying to talk to you. She's always trying to raise you up. But the ego is trying to have the conversation with her. The ego is trying to have a conversation with God and the ego is immature. So the ego ain't gonna never hear what she's trying to say until she stopped talking. The only time you're going to listen is when she's silent. But when she's silent, she ain't got nothing to say. She already. The book said, and whosoever shall not receive you, nor your words, when you depart out of that house or that city, shake the dust off your feet. God is saying, don't look back once you're gone, because you're gone for the right reasons. See how we be, oh, baby, please stay. Come on, baby. Uh, this last time I got it. You should have got it the last time, or the last time, before the last time, before that last time. I'm saying to you, brothers, humble yourself to be open to receive her counsel. Because when you're speaking with her, it's just God speaking with God. I'm looking like I'm the man, and you woman, and this and that and that and that. She God and you God. God is having a conversation with himself. God is having a conversation with herself. Because she is your divine reflection. You're equal. You're equal. What does the equal sign look like? They gave us the game, what, first grade? What does the equal sign look like? A line in a line? You're walking in your straight path, she's walking in her straight path. Doesn't that equal something? Cosmic divinity? She's equal and you're equal. You both are walking on a straight path. That's the equal sign for you. Mm. Was that over too many heads? Or did that hit you right in the heart? He's equal to you. Speak to her as if she's equal to you. Speak to the God in her and she's going to speak to the God in you. Listen as if God is... Every day I learn more and more about my empress. Every day she learns more and more about me. But that patience is the glue that keeps us together. Because you have to have patience with your woman like God has patience with you. She has to have patience with you like God has patience with her. Starting to make sense now? Huh? And, and what is that patience about? 
patient, right? Isn't that something? The word patient, you gotta be patient. But what happens in a hospital? People that need healing are called patients, right? So you have to have patience with her healing. She has to have patience with your healing. You get it? God healing God. The surgeon have to have patience with his patient, right? If the surgeon is moving too fast, he gonna mess up the operation. The surgery won't be successful if the doctor is impatient with his patient. And we are both surgeons of the heart. You might meet this sister in the stage where her heart has been broken and she's still healing. But you are that surgeon to give that surgery where she can't fix that hurt. You came in because you know how they got to get five or six doctors on certain surgeries. Sometimes it's not just one doctor that does the surgery. So she's a doctor doing her own healing, right? Cause she's God, she has the power to heal. But you're that other surgeon that comes in just to help out with the operation and vice versa. As a brother, we also have hurt hearts too. A lot of brothers walking around like they don't need surgery. I'm good, I'm good. Nah, brother, you, you have some heart problems. You having breathing problems, brother. You need to get that heart checked out. You ain't got no high blood pressure. You've been hiding the hurt in your heart. Listen, brothers, you don't have no high blood pressure. You've been hiding the hurt in your heart. Remember the brother Kevin Samuels? And, you know, my prayers out to the family. But remember the brother Kevin Samuels that was giving all the relationship advice to the women and all that. And lady, you were five and you were two and all this stuff. And the brother was so successful in the physical. Well, they just released the, the cause of his passing. The brother died from high blood pressure. He had all that game to get the ladies about how to keep a man and all this other stuff, but the brother was hiding the hurt in his own heart. That's why your blood pressure was high. That's why your heart was, was beating irregularly because the brother wasn't being honest with the heart that he was living with. See, because remember, that, that's the fallacies of us, of men. We like to rationalize things. We, we're so caught up into the intellectual side of things where the women is just into the spiritual, they into feeling. A woman gonna let you know when she feel hurt. A lot of times we don't listen to that because we trying to rationalize why well, I didn't mean to hurt you and this and that. Just feel the energy when she's saying she's being hurt. She might just need you to be silent and listen. Sometimes we only listen to respond. We already got the rebuttal already in the chamber. It's not gonna work. Because now you arguing with God. With God, the conversation, if you see the divinity in her, I'm challenging my brother, I'm challenging myself. Always have that conversation with the ego. Always have that, that, that conversation that the ego, you got to sit this out. Stay in the child's place. Gods are speaking. You know what I'm saying? Always... Never be afraid to, to tell that ego when to shut up. Got your head and let God in. Keep it going. Let's keep it going. We're going to go over a few more passages, right? As I said, man, this book, this book is a gift, as all those books are. But you got to read it with your third eye eye. Stop letting people tell you what truth to pick up and what's truth at all. Because most people are passing you on stuff that they believe to be true. But have you used your own discernment of your own heart? Stop being a slave to someone else's 
opinion. Someone else's statement. It's not consciousness. A lot of us are just parroting stuff from people of the past. But but you, you're not on the vibration they were on to receive those downloads. You just copying and pasting. When you gonna walk and live your truth? When you gonna share your own life? Right. You going? I wanna go to uh that Proverbs? No, we went over that one. Um yeah, we got two more. I wanna go to uh John, the book of John, right? Now, now the book of John is, is a powerful book, right? Because remember, they're all book, a collection of different books inside one book. And the book of John is very powerful, right? Because John was spoken of before the story of Jesus, right? Because John was speaking of the person who believed him to be the son of God. So John's testimony is basically talking about the coming of the Lord, right? So it's, it's just representing our belief in the God inside ourselves. Because John is you. You know what I'm saying? All these are these characters are just variations of your character. So Christ is the light. That's the very first line in the, in the book of John. Christ is the light. So this Jesus Christ, Jesus, Jesus, Jesus Christ, just us, the Christ, just us, the light. Those light beings. You get it? In the beginning was the word. John, first chapter, first verse. In the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. That's all that makes sense? In the beginning was the word. And the word was God. And the word was with God. So if the book contains the word. And the word is talking about God. But in the beginning was the word. And the word was God. So if Christ is the light, the light is the truth, the word is the truth, you're God when you walk with God's truth. Your truth is your God. Do you get it now? Nothing to do with you going to church on Sunday. Get the word though. Right. Because you got the word, you become the word. Become that light. John. First chapter, verse 12. Now I'm about to reveal this game to you. John, first chapter, verse 12. We have a church today. Church is just a German word that means circle, the circling of energy. When two or more gather in his name, God appears. You see me, God? I see you, God. Goddess, say that. So now, John, first chapter, verse 12. But as many as received him, right? To receive him is what? Not to, to, to announce Jesus Christ is your Lord and Savior, that they're pimping you in the church. Christ is the light. Many of them that receive the truth about God, the God self, to know that you're God, that's the truth they're talking about receiving. That's the Christ they're talking about. But as many as received him, to them gave he power to become the sons of God, even to them to believe on his name, which we were born, not of blood, nor of will of the flesh, nor of the will of man, but of God. And the word was made flesh and dwelt among us. 
In the beginning was the word and the word was God. And the word was with God. The word became flesh. This is just your ego suit. This is just your ego suit. Temporary temple that you are designed to build up and then leave. God doesn't dwell in none of those buildings. God dwells in the building you're building. The temple, you get it? From within. Powerful passage here, Book of John. So it's saying that basically all this power that God has is yours. But you have to come to the understanding, the overstanding that you're God. How can you use your power if you don't know you have it? Get it now? The book is to remind you of your power. The book is not to punish you. The book is not to hit people over the head and say they're going to hell with it. You're the word. You already got this word. The book is to give you confirmation of the word that's already in your heart. Get it now? That's why I can read something from this book and it raises to your vibration. You're like, wow, that's truth. But I thought you don't read the Bible though. Oh, that's See, if I just said it to you and never said it's in the Bible and you just all oh, facts, facts, brother. Well, why can't we just facts, facts when we read in the Bible? Because vibration. But you're reading it with the wrong understanding. Oh, the white man wrote this book. And this, ah, bro, truth is universal. Truth doesn't die nor pass away. Where get this divine truth from? Word is bond. That's something we always knew because the word was the bond. This is the contract you have with the God inside of you. That's why when you hear it, you resonate. You got to be silent. Here, you got to use your higher ear. The ego don't have ears. Say so the ego don't have ears. That's why it's always talking. The ego doesn't have ears to hear. That's why it's always talking. How do you know when the ego's talking? Just shut up for a second. Be still and know that I am God. Stuff, ain't it? Powerful stuff, ain't it? The whole book reads like this. But you got to read it with your third eye high. So let's go to John chapter 3, verse 5. John chapter 3, verse 5. Jesus answered, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the spirit is spirit. So you got to know the difference. So, so it's saying you, you are born of water and spirit. Hmm. Isn't our body 70% water? Oh wait. Isn't our body 70% water and we need water to sustain life? Right. You, you, you can fast 100 days without eating. 150 days. Try to go a week without water. Try to go a week without water. Right. <laughs> so, so understand that, that we are made of water, but they're talking about the water and then spirit. So if the body's made of water, what is holy water? The body is made of water. What is holy water? Mm. 
You ever notice when you speak to water, you raise the vibration of the water? It's been tested. They, they did a, 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 a scientific study, right? To whereas they had two cups of water and they would speak positive affirmations to one cup and they would speak negative affirmations to the other cup. They looked under a microscope and looked at the crystals and the water was so polluted, it was clouded, it was dark on the one they were speaking negative to. And then the water was so alkaline, it was so fresh, the one they were speaking positive affirmations to. You ever notice you speak to your plants, it grows? Because the word, God has the word. The word is God and the word was with God. So when you speak godly, people raise up the vibration of the God inside themselves. When you talk down on people, that energy comes back to you and you fall down that ladder. Jacob's ladder, you fall down that ladder. That ladder that leads up to heaven, that Jacob ladder, that ladder is you raising your kundalini energy from the root chakra to the crown chakra. The ladder is within, it's your spine, 33 vertebrates. The whole book is esoteric, inside, talking about you. So so the last part here is, uh, where we at, where we at? Um, five, uh, what was that, seven? No, five, five and seven. Marvel, John chapter three, verse seven, Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. See, everybody's taking it literal. Why do they dunk you in the water at the church? What does that have to do with the water? Didn't your mom's water break before you came through the Stargate? Didn't your mom's water break before you came through the Stargate? So you already were dunked in the water. The water's within the body. So he's saying you have to be of water and spirit. So which means to be born again, you got to be born in the spirit of God. The physical, that physical ritual they're doing, it's all esoteric. So they dunk you in the water and you think you're born again, you're a new member of the church. And all they're doing is signing you up to pay for their service. So it says, verily, verily, I say unto you. So it says that marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. The wind bloweth where it listeth, and thou hearest the sound thereof, but canst not tell whence it cometh and whether it goeth. So it is everyone that is born of the spirit. So it's saying the spirit is like the wind. You can feel a wind, can't you? You can see a wind. You can see when the wind blows by something, see it with these eyes but you can look outside and see it's windy in the mug ain't it but the wind is everywhere you can't tell which direction it's coming or going spirit that's your spirit that will leave this vessel that can't hold it only but for so long because after a while the spirit breaks out of this prison breaks out of this bondage we're in so when you understand that you're that spirit that's everywhere why are you afraid of this physical death? Why are you afraid of leaving this temporary suit? Right now, you don't die, you don't pass away. So why aren't you rejoicing about this next stage of life? The afterlife, so to speak. But it's not even an afterlife, it's the real life. This is just the warm up. This is just the practice. You're preparing your soul to get back 
to being God. How you gonna get back on your throne if, if, if you don't even know your royalty? So you're here to learn yourself. You're here to learn the power of yourself. Because you're all knowing, all seeing. The power of the spirit, the power of the wind, same thing. You ever see the wind take a house? Right, <laughs> the wind can lift your house up. So what kind of power is that? That's just a fraction of God's power, a fraction of your spiritual power. Powerful, that book of John right there. Powerful stuff. So let's go to Job. Let's go to Job, right? Job 34. Job 34, chapter 10. Excuse me. Job 34, verse 2 and 3. All right? Give me a second to pull that up. Right? Job, verse 34. Job, verse 34. Excuse me. Chapter 34. Right? Job got a lot of chapters, right? <laughs> Just like Jamaicans, right? Jamaicans got a lot of jobs. <laughs> Job got a lot of chapters. But there, there's a reason for that because Job was one of the most tried. And at your job, aren't you tried every day? Aren't you going through that struggle of why, why I'm still at this job? I don't need this damn job. And we're all stuck in that survival mode of like, man, this job, what's the job? Just over broke. Because no matter how many hours you put in at that job, you still are missing the mark as to getting things done that you need to get done. Your needs still aren't met and you feel like your job is paying you something that's beneath you, no matter what salary you got, you still like, man, my time is invaluable. Somebody said, we'll pay you $20 an hour, $50 an hour. If you had the last hour of your life, would you trade it for that $50 an hour? That's why you feel as if you're unappreciated, no matter where you are at your job. But let's go to that. Job chapter 34, verse two and three. Hear my words, O ye wise men, and give ear unto me, ye that have knowledge. For the ear tried words as the mouth tastes meat. Let me read that again. Hear my words, O ye wise men, and give ear unto me, ye that have knowledge. So you're going to hear something. Truth resonates with you because you are hearing with a higher ear. Remember? Hear, H-E-A-R, the H stands for higher ear. So when you hear with a higher ear, a higher ear, you resonate with the knowledge that's being spoken. You know the ledge unto which boundaries are set, right? For the ear tried words as the mouth tastes meat. So what you hear, the conversations you take in are sustenance for the soul, right? Nourishment for the soul or torment for the temple. The things you allow yourself to hear become nourishment for the soul or torment for the temple. So you got to ask yourself, who's having the conversation today? My soul or my ego? Powerful stuff, yo. Powerful stuff. So we're going to leave with one more. I'm going to go through one more passage and then we'll do the affirmation and we'll wrap it up. Right? It's some powerful stuff, man. Give all, all praises be to the Most High. 
So now we're going to go to the last verse, the book of James, right? The book of James. Let's go to the book of James. book of James chapter, excuse me, the book of James verse one, chapter one, verse 19, right? I wasn't going to add this, but spirit just told me to add that, right? Add the book of James. As I said, I encourage people to just, you know, open up this Bible, you know what I'm saying, and just like let it guide you to some truth, right? And, and truth is subjective to listening, right? So I'm not trying to, you know, give you, you know, make you a slave of my interpretation. I'm just trying to give you a different understanding, a different overstanding. James 1 9. 119, rather. Sorry about that. He's always in the back. Always in the back. I think I'm going to just do the affirmation because, yeah, I want to say, I want to say that, uh, that chapter for James and for the next bill. Spirit telling me to go over that one. Just... Yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll save it for uh, tomorrow's bill. No, I'll go over it. Because Spirit, Spirit is telling me you got to go in this bill. 224, give me a second. I gotta, I gotta close with that. I gotta close with that. Okay, uh, James verse one, chapter one, verse nineteen. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. For the wrath of man worketh not the righteousness of God. Wherefore, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. See, your power is in the power to be silent and listen. Because when you're silent and you listen, you can hear God's frequency. You can hear God's vibration. Slow to hear, swift to be silent, swift to listen. Swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. See, if we take more time listening, the different understanding and overstanding, we hear with a higher ear, the ego can't get us in trouble. 
the ego is always ready to respond, even when it has nothing to say. So make sure you keep the ego out of God's conversation. Next time you're talking to the God and your empress, next time you're talking to God, the God and your emperor, make sure you tell the ego to sit this one out. God counsel God. Is that starting to make sense? Not one of those powerful builds. So let's do our affirmation. Today's affirmation. Today's affirmation, I need you to repeat this three times to me, right? This is the 40-day grand ascension. This is day seven, right? Our affirmation for today. In order to open the heart, one must open their ears. A higher, excuse me, one must open their ears to a higher vibration. Each day, I am learning to speak the language of the heart that needs no translator. For what is overstood doesn't need to be understood. I will listen as if God is speaking. And I will speak as if God is listening. I have mastered the conversation of the soul versus the ego. Once more, in order to open the heart, one must open their ears to a higher vibration. Each day I am learning to speak the language of the heart that needs no translator. For what is overstood doesn't need to be understood. I will listen as if God is speaking and I will speak as if God is listening. I have mastered the conversation between the soul and the ego. Once more, in order to open the heart, one must open their ears to a higher vibration. Each day I am learning to speak the language of the heart that needs no translator. For what is overstood doesn't need to be understood. I will listen as if God is speaking. I will speak as if God is listening. I have mastered the conversation between the soul and the ego. Peace, love, and more light. This is the 40 day grand ascension. This is day seven. I am your host, JF Bay. This is the Facts Over Feelings Third Eye High podcast. And you can listen to my podcast, the audio version of this build on all streaming platforms, Anchor, Apple Music, Spotify, Amazon, etc. wherever you get your podcast content, right? And I'm just here to shine my light your way to help you find your light switch and keep your light lit. And this build has been sponsored by the most high. Salute, salute more. This build has been sponsored by the most high. And this build has also been co-sponsored. Salute, salute, salute. Peace, love, and more light. Salute to everybody that tuned into this build because you could have been anywhere else, but you decided to get this spiritual download today. So everyone that's listening right now to the sound of my voice, you are a confirmation of God's love, a confirmation of God's word, a confirmation of God's truth. Because in the days and times we're living in, where everyone has the attention span of a goldfish, you know, about six seconds, everybody scrolling on TikTok. You guys actually sat here for a two hour build about the Bible. It's showing you that we're, we're in a different place, that everyone wants that spiritual money, right? We want what, what money can't buy. 
right? We want truth, something that we can take with us to the next life, right? You are a testament that you believe in your children's future. Why? Because we're all trying to hold on to something of real value, right? Of real value. So as I said, two hour build, did it sound boring? This is the most interesting church you've ever been a part of, right? And I said, once we break the spells of the words, we can free ourselves because church simply is a German word that means circle, the circling of energy. When two or more gather in his name, God appears. So as I said, for the next 40 days, I will be giving these spiritual downloads. And if you want to listen to any other content that's not on this platform, that's on the podcast, go directly to my profile. The link will take you straight to the podcast Please subscribe. Stay in touch with your boy. I'm all fair. Until next time, I love you all to life. As I said, this is the Third Eye High podcast. We deal with a higher consciousness of a flyer culture. I am your host, JF Bay, and I'm just here to shine my light your way to help you find your light switch and keep your light lit. And until next time, peace, love, and more light. Love you all to life. Okay, I think we have an issue here.